Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? It is, well, in in, in my neck of the woods, it's <laughs> Tuesday, November the 12th, 2013, but over in Australia, it is Wednesday, November the 13th, 2013. Welcome aboard the People's Champ, Vince Germano. Good to be back on, Joey. Oh, yes. Yep, yep. Thank you. Thank you so much for being back again. This is your second appearance since last March. That seems like a long way away. Mm-hmm. Long time ago, I should say. It feels yeah. like ages. Isn't that weird? It feels, it feels like a, it was a long time ago. It's like partially it feels like recent and it's a long time, but yep. And uh, I, I, I rudely didn't say I'm your host, Paladino Joey or Joey Awajan. So sorry, sorry, listeners. <laughs> yep, yep. Because because we got the champ. The champ is here. Oh yes. So yep, the courtside zone. Uh, yep. Talk about the courtside briefly, if you'd like. Yeah. Uh yeah. You can find us on uh, iTunes. Uh, we're on the Facebook. Just. Search all caps courtside. Uh, we're on Twitter. You can find us at C R T S D E, and myself at V I N R O K forty four. So, um, yeah, if you want, give us a download and tell us if you like us, and you can even hate us if you like. Mm-hmm. And you better and and you better like it because the courtside is spectacular. <laughs> yes, sir. I definitely am a hardcore subscriber. So yes, as you may notice, some of you that have added. Uh, Vin Rock, <laughs> that he is a Lakers fan. Uh, how how about them Lakers of late? Well, like, look, what? it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's painful to talk about, but uh, mm-hmm. clearly rebuilding. Uh, so um, not expecting a lot this season, but I'm looking I'm looking forward to see who we can uh, maybe sign in the next year or two. Maybe you know get our hands on a. Greg Monroe, or dare I say, uh, Kevin Love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the ongoing thing. It's like, and I was whining about that because I was on the court side just a, gosh, a week ago, two weeks ago, something. Yep. Yep, yep. Pretty recent, yep. So yeah, I, I was whining about, yeah, everybody's everybody's already got Kevin Love signed somewhere else. Uh, uh, I, I should say, I am a Lakers fan, but I do have uh, a lot of love for the Minnesota Timberwolves. So mm-hmm. don't, think I'm, don't think I'm coming on here, all you Wolves fans, just... You know, just as a Laker fan, I do really like the Timberwolves. So it goes back to the Luke Longley days. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And that's that's another reason why you're such a great fit right now. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, yeah, Vince goes all the way back to about 20 years in the past of the Wolves, as as do I, about 91-ish. You go about 92, 90. Yeah, about the same time, Luke Longley. Yep. yep. Good old Luke Longley, the first ever Australian uh, NBA player and pretty tough center, I might add. <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy, he's a big boy. Yes, he was. You know, pretty, pretty, pretty proud of Luke over here. So, oh yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yeah. He was on, he was on in all earnest a while ago, I think. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yep. Oh, Adam Ryan. Yep, that was pretty cool. Oh, how about the Miami Heat though? They've been struggling a bit. It's like, hmm. Uh, they're they're the, you know they're starting to remind me of. I was actually having a conversation at work, uh, at work today about it. They're starting to remind me of the Shaq and Kobe Lakers a little bit, where they kind of it's like when they play a bad team, they kind of tune, uh, you know, they kind of tone it down. And then they play a good team; it's showtime, you know. That's what I've been noticing about the Miami Heat this year, anyway. Yeah, I I was saying on uh, our show that uh, you know they've been to the finals three times, 
Yes, yep. And rarely in this day and age do teams make four NBA finals in a row. It's, it, I just think it, it's too many miles on the legs. There's, you lose that edge every time you win one. And I saw it with the Lakers in 2011. You know, we yep. were trying to go for a three-peat. We'd already been there three times, and we were, we were absolutely we – were, we were stuffed. We were tired. We were lacking you just they just we were lacking that drive and I just I don't think the Miami Heat are as bad as that, but yeah. they're gonna really have to dig deep to get a three peat. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you can only do this you can only do that so many times. I mean, four consecutive conference championships is just about impossible. I mean you have to go back to Shucks like the sixty Celtics to do that, I think. I mean that's yeah, that's too far. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a tough uh it's a tough task, but um, look, any team with LeBron James on it. Mm-hmm. You never know. You, you never do know. We, we never got to see Michael really get a crack at it because he retired both times. <laughs> yep. Son yep. of a gun. He, he, he would have done it. Yep. Yeah, it's funny. I often think about that. I, I, I don't know. I, possibly. Possibly. Possibly, yep. <laughs> maybe, maybe in 94. Yep. Yeah, Maybe. Do you think that would have beaten that Rockets thing? Ooh, that's a that's a good. You know, I was just thinking that too. I was like, you know, that's a. Yeah, I think I think they could have, but it would have been one hell of a battle. That that was an awesome team. I would have loved to see those two go at it. That would have been a, a true climax. I think. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Not the Sonics, <laughs> but the, <laughs> yeah, good team. But they just weren't. Yeah, they weren't going to beat the Bulls. Now you know. Nah, no way. Nope. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, that's kind of how things stand with the Miami Heat and such. Yeah, I'm going to gonna do this show as we always have, kind of open up with a little bit of league talk and, you know, obviously take the break and then go into all Timberwolves the rest of the way, as always. So just letting you guys know out there that the format is the same. Yes, sir. Uh, Derek Rose, now he's starting to <laughs> now he's starting to get the injury bug again with a, with a hamstring injury. Oh boy, Bulls fans got to be getting a little bit worried about that. Yeah, it's not look look on the bright side. It's just a hamstring. It's only a slight yeah. strain of the hamstring, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure how many games he's going to miss or if he's going to miss any. But yeah, mm-hmm. but clearly, clearly he hasn't. I don't think he's got his legs back yet. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering too. Because hamstring kind of seems like a. Like a not not really in basketball shape type of injury in a, in a way at least the way I look at it, you'd think you'd have like a ton of time to get in shape, but I guess you you really can't can't get fully in shape without actually playing the game. As yeah, I mean obviously his numbers would indicate him starting out the season. Yeah, he's not he's not up to speed yet. He's only averaging like about fifteen points and four and a half assists a game right now. So. Unrose like to start things out, but I'm I'm sure he'll catch on at some point. But yeah, it's just uh, it's just one of those things. How things uh, you you come back from an ACL injury, it's never never all guns and roses right away for them. <laughs> uh, look with the ACLs, you know, just with our sports over here. Like if a, if a footballer does an ACL, oh yeah, they they come back, but. Uh, they all, every one of them say to a man, you know, like it takes another year to actually feel comfortable mm-hmm. and confident in the knee. So I think everyone just needs to relax and, and give, give Derek Rose a bit of time and, and he'll get there, you know? Yeah. But I, I, sorry, just, I was just going to say, what, what's your opinion on this uh, rumored uh, front office, uh, uh, say, let's say angst between uh, 
Tom Thibodeau and uh, what's the general manager's name? Foreman? I believe so. Yeah, it's, it used to be John Paxson a long time ago, but... Yeah. Uh, well, actually, not that long ago, but yeah, it's... It doesn't surprise me all too much. I, I could see them being a little bit of egos going on. It seems like a tradition over there in Chicago, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, the Phil... <laughs> yeah, like back in the day, you know? Back in the day, Phil yeah. Jackson and... Now I'm starting to blank at who the old GM uh, of the Jerry, Bulls was. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause, Jerry. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, uh, talk, talk about yeah. egos. Yeah, that was, yeah. Mm-hmm. that was a back-and-forth thing going on forever. It's one of those deals. It's just like... Uh, and and Tom Thibodeau doesn't seem like he'd be the easiest guy to get along with. I just from what I can tell from afar. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree there. I just mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if that that sort of um, that bad mix in there is maybe just filtering down, affecting the team a little bit. But maybe I'm reading too much into it. Maybe maybe Derek Rose comes out in a week and just explodes and looks like the old Derek Rose, and they start winning, and everyone forgets about it. So who knows? yeah. Yep, it's like the old the old saying, "Winning cures all." <laughs> That's one of those deals where, yeah, I mean, and the way Rubio came back after his ACL as well, too. I mean, you know, as we were hinting back with Rose a bit, yeah, it's just it takes a long time. Yeah, like you were saying, it it can take a good year or so. It it took Rubio about eleven months or more from the ACL, so eh, and obviously his shooting is still a bit suspect. <laughs> Just a little bit, yeah. right? But we still love him. We still love him. We still love him. That's for <laughs> darn sure. So with that, uh, if there's no other league talk you'd like to jump into, I'll I'll, I'll give you the last word. Um, oh, let's Lakers are leading sixty to forty three. Let's end on a good note. <laughs> yeah, I saw that they're doing very. Yeah, they're beating New Orleans and the Miami Heat. Uh, crushed Milwaukee tonight as well. It's like okay, all right then. <laughs> it's like slap yeah. slap bet for me, huh? <laughs> slap bet. Yep. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the old slap bet. Oh man, I I think you're gonna win the. Uh, so you were the one that's down on Trey Burke, right? Yeah, but this this one um, this one is uh, I, I I think Golden State will have a better record than Houston. Ooh, yeah. And my co-host Hank McCoy thinks uh, Houston's just gonna kill it. Oh, I'm on your side with the Golden State one. Yeah, definitely. I am. Yeah, I need a little help I can get on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I still think so. I, I had them, what, tacked as fourth overall in the West, and then was it Houston, like, seventh? I don't know. Oh, no. Six, something like that. Six or seven. Yep. Like, good on them. Good on them, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I'm not a fan. But, yeah, Golden State, yeah, we'll talk about that very soon. Uh, Wolf, Wolves reviews, yep. Yeah. So with that, we'll take a break, and we will start off with those Wolves reviews. we got like five games to review. We'll start pretty brief, and it'll get more interesting as we continue, or more in-depth, we'll, we'll say. We, we, we always like to keep it interesting, but in-depth, we'll say as we continue from there. We'll be back right after this. shop on Amazon? Did you know that you can support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping and Amazon sees that we referred you and they give us a percentage. 
We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportsstuff.com. And please, use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 110, which is a reminder for those of you on your mobile devices like iPods and Android devices and such, iTunes for Apple devices, Double Twist for Android, and of course on Windows phones and Blackberries, like I always like to tell you, simply search in the in the store and you'll find it right away. Rock and roll. <laughs> All right, so Minnesota played Cleveland. We'll talk about this very briefly, mostly the ending that was frustrating, but uh, they played Cleveland November the 4th. We lose by one point. Minnesota gets their first loss of the year, 93-92. Trailed by quite a bit throughout the game. Wolves make a great comeback, valiant comeback, and then the end game is what drove me nuts. (laughs) Just a little bit. Uh, J.J. Barea. What are you doing, JJ? What are you doing? <laughs> He's driving to the basket, loses possession of the ball. Lucky as hell, Kevin Love is standing at the three-point line. Gets it to him, and Love misses. Doggone it. But just watching Berea bobbling the ball late in the game, why, why he has the ball in the first place, I have no idea. Mm. That was my first question. Yeah. Because uh, obviously I was at work, but I was watching. I was looking on the... Uh, ESPN app and uh, where was mm-hmm. Rubio last that last possession? He was on the bench. Uh, he he didn't have like a great game or anything, but I mean he did have his five steal five assist type of deal, but over seven from the floor. It's like, so I could kind of understand a little bit, but still, at the end of the game, I'd probably rather have uh, Rubio not taking the last shot, but at least trying to set up the last play or so. Not Barea. What the hell? Look, I like Adelman as a coach, but some of the things he does just absolutely baffles me. Yeah, and it's it's definitely going to be an ongoing thing with uh, Adelman most of the year. Gorgie Zhang, uh, Shabazz Muhammad. I mean, I might as well get your take on that right now. I mean, it's because uh, I know we've been posting on the Facebook page a bit back and forth. Gorgie Zhang, Shabazz Muhammad do not see the court. Uh, Gorgie got about two and a half minutes in this game. He didn't look good at all, but still. I mean, he, he should have been playing in the preseason a little bit to get his feet wet, but Adelman is refusing to play these guys. It's funny. I was going to say to you the other day on Facebook, mm-hmm. Adelman, Adelman did the same thing in Portland. Yeah. He he kept uh, Petrovic on the bench. He kept Robert Pack on the bench. When those guys left, they broke out, and, and Petrovic became a star, and Robert Pack became a pretty darn good point guard. He did, yeah. It's cool, yeah. Well, those are classic memories right there, too. Yeah, Petrovic, we all know about the, you know, great, just great shooting guard, three-point shooter with New Jersey and such before a tragic car accident. Uh, God rest his soul. And <laughs> now, he's, now, now he's doing it in Minnesota. Like, Flip, yeah. Flip traded for Shabazz Muhammad. Like, play the guy. Because in my mind, without Chase Budinger on the bench at the minute, you guys... To me, the bench just is missing a guy, missing a missing a player, missing that guy who can come off and give you ten to fifteen points a night. Yeah, and he would bring the energy too. I mean, he's got the. I mean, what do they always like to say about guys coming in off the bench to provide some offense? You know, usually the starters are better defenders, right? So, absolutely, it's confusing. Um, you know, and yeah, there's always been cases in the league with 
coaches, uh, you know, some some a lot of coaches they won't play their rookies. I mean, you even hear that on some of the shows, the the reminiscent type shows, like, oh, I didn't play much my first couple of years. Yeah, and the veterans would tell me, you know, keep working hard, your time will come. But I don't know. It, Especially with an injury to, especially with an injury to a Buttinger, you would have thought Shabazz would play. That was my instant thought, but no. Well, well I said on on my show that mm. I expected Shabazz to get minutes and to be a nice, nice addition to this to this ball club. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I yeah, go ahead. Sorry, no, sorry. I was just, I just, I'm, I can't believe he's not getting any time. It's it's crazy. He he and he and uh, Dengler the. the going to be part of the future of this club you know they're, they're going to help them get to the playoffs and hopefully get close to a championship in a few years not not Ronnie Turiaf exactly that's the up yep, that was the rant we, we've been doing on this show for a while Ronnie Turiaf like what the heck and then and then as the forecaster said uh, our prayers have been answered when poor Turiaf broke his, his elbow <laughs> poor guy <laughs> and Zheng's uh, playing time doesn't increase at all at all it's like okay, all right then. I guess that's just more playing time for Cunningham instead. Not not that there's anything wrong with Cunningham playing, but doggone it, you know. I mean, you thought for sure Yang was going to get in more. And, you know, look, Pekovic uh, is injury. Look, he hasn't got a great history with injury. Mm-hmm. So if, if yeah, he goes right. down, if he, if he goes down, does that mean if that that means if Turiaf is uh, fit and healthy, he's starting. I don't yeah, think really. about that. I'd rather start uh, Dang and just develop him, play him. It would be nice. It would be nice. You know me, Joe. That's my thing. I'm always saying play the young guys, develop them, mm-hmm. find out if they can play or not. I'm I'm a big fan of that as well. You know, I, I, I really am. It's nice to see the young guys get out there and get some playing time and then go from there, see where, uh, see what they can bring. And if they're good, don't go on it. Hell, Hell yeah! Here we go. You know, we, we got something. <laughs> we got a little bonus here to this team. Exactly right. Rather Dude, than like, hmm? it is so frustrating. It's uh, I always check the box score. It's you know, yeah. Muhammad zero. There's all zeros. <laughs> donuts. Yep, donut. Do not did not play. Coach's decision. Oh, it's, it's driving me driving me nuts. Oh yes, yep. That's been the that's basically been the story of the of the team with the rookies for the for the longest time. Obviously, uh, Derek Williams not off, didn't start off with a good start with Rick Adelman, but nothing's really changed since. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's the funny part about it. Nothing's changed at all since. Oh, Derek Williams. Speaking of things not changing, if you're ready to segue to Golden State, oh, uh, <laughs> Wednesday, November the sixth. The Golden Horrors continue. I once wrote an article about the history of the Wolves and Golden State Warriors. It's uh, outside of the early 90s, back when Mullen and co. were there. The Wolves actually used to beat them back then when the Wolves were, like, you know, non-factors in the league. And, yep. and the Warriors were a threat, you know, a, a threat that would never win anything, but still a threat. And ever since, like, the mid-90s or so, when the Wolves got better, whenever the Wolves would play Golden State, it was just, a disaster most of the time. Uh, even when the Wolves had that great season 10 years ago, the Wolves lost twice twenty by 22 points to the Golden State Warriors that year. You know, when we actually had the number one seed and played the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals? I remember that very well. I remember mm. very well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yet another trip to the finals through the Lakers. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, that, one didn't, 
That didn't end up. That didn't turn out too well. That one. Oh, God. No, Cassell's injury, back injury, and all that, and uh, Troy Hudson's usual ankle injury. But uh, yeah, the the Warriors beat the Wolves twice by twenty two points, even that year, which is really weird. It's just a, a history thing. Um, I'll say briefly. I don't. I don't think you've ever heard this because I mentioned it maybe a while ago. Last time I mentioned it on the on Timberwolves explosion. So <laughs> back when I was a season ticket holder, Timberwolves at one point against the Warriors were kicking their butts, beating them by eighteen points. This is back in the Larry Hughes days when oh, yeah. they had Larry. Yeah, he was really good there, by the way. Um, Wolves led by 18 right around halftime just like wow this is awesome and they lost by 28 yep whoa that's that's huge yep or was it 30 it was either 30 or 28 I'm dead serious <laughs> did you ask for a refund on your season ticket I really wanted to I mean I was like we lost by 50 I mean it's like sure we we lost by 28 no we lost by 50 <laughs> you know Wowzers, that's that's I'd love to go back and watch that game to actually see what happened. It was just the weirdest thing. It was about 9,000 turnovers where Hughes would get them and score. It was weird. And like a few weeks later, this is even more weird. A few weeks later, the Wolves led by 20 with about four minutes left, and they almost lost. The Warriors tied it. I'm dead serious. <laughs> there's, there's a spell over the, the Timberwolves with the Warriors. It is. It's the Golden Horrors. <laughs> The Golden Horrors. So my fears continue. Yeah, like that's why I picked them to lose this game. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. 106-93 in Target Center. Mm. Yeah, that, 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 that to me is just like, wow. Yeah. You just lost to them at the Target Center. Yeah, it was a, it was a butt kicking. It sure was. What was it? 13 points. Um, 13. Mm. Yeah, and Shabazz got to play, A.J. Price and all that, but that's just because it was the uber garbage time at that point. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's the other thing that annoys me. You know, he, he puts, in a, puts in a Muhammad when the game's gone and, and, you know, people go, oh, the coaches still think this time is, is, is valuable. It, to, to me, it's not. Like, Shabazz gets to go out there and shoot a few jump shots and if he hits them, that's great. If not, he, he you know, he clangs them and... How does that help him? I, I just don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't either. It doesn't help at all. It's just like riding on the bench, and that's it. There's really no progress of any kind. And if anything, it's the old uh, deal where the more they just sit there and rot, the worse they get, honestly. Confidence goes down, you know, all the above. It's like uh, it's like a sailor, you know, like they, they – <laughs> When they uh, they don't have their excuse me they they get sea legs by the time they finally get on regular ground again they just fall over that's basically what's happening to them right now. Well, I, I see mm. he played he's played Martin thirty eight minutes, Love thirty eight minutes, oh, yeah. X played thirty seven. He, he's pretty much gone with a eight man rotation. Mm-hmm. If and, that, yeah, Go ahead. yeah, if that, and Dang Shved, Hummel, Price, and Muhammad <laughs> six minutes and under. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, it's it's disappointing to lose at Golden State at home, but at the same time, this Warriors team's a hell of a team. They really are. Yep, Pumpa, shout out to you, Pumpa of the Hoops Podcast. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, that is a hell of a team. They got Andre uh, Andre Iguodala, who adds that defense and athleticism. They already have the athleticism, but even more then. <laughs> um, Bogut's actually healthy. He didn't really have much of a game in this one, but. He's one of those hot and cold guys. 
what's really fun, or two things you could say quick. Well, one thing, like Pekovic's playing time is too much, I think. If you, you know, people are worried about his health, so why is he playing so much? It's just like, mm, I think that's just further risk of injury. But what's even more annoying, the war, how the Warriors, you know, destroyed the Timberwolves and all that good stuff. How many three pointers did Steph Curry hit in this game? <laughs> oh, do you see it? He hit. Well, he was two for eight. Yeah, from field goal. For, yeah, from the floor. But from from, from from three, absolutely zero. Can you believe that? You won't, you won't get away with that too often. Yeah, and we yeah. still lose by 13 at home. It's like, yikes. You, you look at that and it's like, oh, <laughs> all right then. Well, well when you got that's, – that's the thing though. You know, Clay Tolson comes out and drops 30. That's the other part. Yeah, he made up for it, huh? <laughs> there's, there's weapons everywhere. David Lee had 22 and 15. Like, <sighs> it's, he matched it with Kevin Love. Yeah, big time. David Lee. We used to compare him to Kevin Love, actually, but uh, now it's like Love's stardom has gotten to a point where it's like Lee, Lee is more like the poor man's love, where in the past, Love was kind of like the young Lee, I guess, if that sounds, yeah. if that sounds I, weird I, enough. I look, I look at David Lee and just think, just a poor, sort of a poor man's uh, Kevin Love. But not, yeah. Not, not too poor, but poor mm. enough. Yeah, like still, still has some money in the bank. Yeah, what, <laughs> what I thought was weird is all heck. Do you remember when the Wolves were actually courting David Lee when we had Kevin Love? Do you do you, do you remember that? Like, uh, vaguely, you know vaguely. It was really weird. Was it twenty ten? Why, hmm? why would they want David Lee next to Kevin Love? Yeah, to me yeah. it made no sense because it's like they're very similar. Um, no defense by either one, or at least not much. So it's like okay. Yeah, that's 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 strange. Mm-hmm. Unless they wanted to play love at love at center. Yeah, that might be the only other way, or I supposedly, but uh, I don't know. You need Andrew Bogut. Yeah, uh, Bogut. Unfortunately, you know Bogut at at Golden State. Uh, everyone forgets that Bogut can actually score. Bogut's got some decent moves. He does. Like all, all Aussie big men, he can pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people forget he he can actually he's got a nice uh, jump shot on him he he can he, in college he, he used to shoot the threes he used to shoot the jump shots and then he'd work it inside and it's just a, oh, look I know they've got a lot of weapons so he doesn't have to score a lot he just has to concentrate on rebounding and defense which yeah for this yeah. you know for him it's it's good he doesn't have to worry too much and you know, it's less stress on his body, I guess, because he's injury prone as well. But uh, we still love him. We still love him down here. Mm-hmm. Talk about injury. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, son of a gun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's exactly what he's been doing, providing the defense and rebounding at this point. Because that team, that I mean, they're just a scoring juggernaut in the league, pretty much. Yep. In a lot of ways, athleticism is off the charts. And so on and so forth. Hopefully, the Wolves can beat Golden State. I, I remember actually, you mentioned to me. On Facebook, just recently, you think the Wolves actually could take out Golden State in the postseason at some point? Dare I say that? <laughs> yeah, I think you can absolutely. But I think it takes it's going to take I, in, in a series against Golden State. I'd love to see Pekovic, mm-hmm. Kevin Love, just abuse them inside. I think I think that's where it's at, and you know you're going to you're going to get what you're going to get from Kevin Martin, but. Yeah, Woo. and it's, uh, and it, it's, it's going to take a commitment on D, like for however many games it takes 
because there's two, but there's just so many weapons. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing what they've done with that roster. They've, they've done a great job, without a doubt. They, yeah, I would think pounding inside as well would be. That's maybe the one way you can beat them. The Spurs, the Spurs were pretty successful at it. Believe it or yeah. not, as great as uh, Spurs were successful at a lot of things last year. Holy cow! But <laughs> oh, it's annoying. Yeah, it is. They're that. They're that grandpa team that won't go away. A lot like Utah years ago. They're going to go away eventually. They're going to go away eventually, damn it. Yeah, but it, yep, it's got to happen at some point. I mean, by the time they're 45, there's no way they could still play. <laughs> oh, man. If, if they're still playing at 45, I'm giving it up. Yeah, it's like, nope, no more basketball. All right, how about that hockey? No. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sick of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I got to think, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll run out of gas one of these years. Oh, boy. So the Warriors game, yeah, that pretty much wrapped that one up. And we move on to Friday, the – pardon me. <clears throat> I am losing my mind. It would be <laughs> Friday, the 8th of November. Apologize for that. Timberwolves have a beautiful game against the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, could have been prettier, but, hey, 116-108. to 108. We predicted a victory, and we got a victory. Uh, Wolves really, really showed their true colors offensively in this game, without a doubt. Corey Brewer going against the team that he's got a ring with. Just, ah, I love Corey Brewer. What an addition. Oh, my God. He's not even close to the same guy that was here last time around. Well, the the, the difference I've noticed with with Corey Brewer, uh, I noticed that last season in in Denver, he's, he's dropped a lot of weight, hasn't he? Like he looks to me, he looks a lot leaner. Yeah, it's it's like lean. It's like he he was always skinny, but it's he's it seems like more muscle. Yeah, like kind of like a like a lean type of muscle, you could say. Well, well he moves beautifully. He's running like a gazelle up and down the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great addition. Uh, I've said this to you many times since the season started. I this is an exciting year for the Timberwolves if if they this starting five stays healthy. Um. Oh yeah, it's they've got everything. They've got everything. Probably just missing a guy on the bench, like I said. But <laughs> you know, in this game, two of my favorite power forwards uh, ever in Nowitzki and Love. Uh, Love was in beast mode, thirty-two Ooh. and fifteen. Yeah, Martin drops a casual thirty-two. Very casual. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you got some help from Cunningham. Uh, you know, Rubio. Solid six and four, but it uh, wasn't spectacular. Pekovic fifteen, but look, you beat, <laughs> you beat a team that is probably, you know, not going to do it, make a lot of noise, but uh, they're still decent. And <laughs> any team with Nowitzki is dangerous, especially with Ellis. So, yeah, another good win. I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It, it was a very fun game last Friday. I just you just kind of put your feet up and enjoy. That's kind of what it was like. Uh, especially if you like offense, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's funny because I, in a in a weird way, I kind of like the Dallas roster, but no, they're not going anywhere. They're probably ninth seed ish, if you know what I mean. Basically, like on the outside looking in, but they're going to be in the hunt. That's about it. Uh, Hummel got playing time early, which is kind of it was kind of cool to see him out there. Unfortunately, missed both of his threes. But yeah, as you mentioned, yeah, Martin's casual thirty two. My goodness, it's like every night. Woo, the guy is in the mid to upper 20s and low 30s every single night. 
Were you expecting this, Kevin Martin? No, <laughs> I, I was. Uh, this is the Houston Rockets, Kevin Martin, isn't it? It's it's it is, and it's it's awesome to see. And I, I actually made a uh, made Hank apologize to me uh, last night mm-hmm. while we were recording because uh, I had Kevin Martin in my top ten for shooting guards. Oh, you did it! Yes, good job. <laughs> and uh, he absolutely gave me hell for it. So uh, yeah, he apologized in his own special way last night. Uh, look, <laughs> ten of ten of nineteen. The guy is just Man. super efficient. He's super un- efficient. He really is, and like, and some nights his field goal percentage isn't as good, but it's still, it's like he makes, he just gets it done either way. If he gets to the line, maybe one night he's not shooting as well, but then all of a sudden, though, at this moment, like, say you you need a three, and it's just like right down the pipe. It's just beautiful. Yeah, Kevin Martin. He's always been kind of one of those overlooked guys where it's like, yeah, he got twenty three, but ah, it's Kevin Martin. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, absolutely. He gets no love. He gets no love. Yeah, because he's not like this dynamic guy driving down the lane and jamming on, you know, Dikembe Mutombo or something, <laughs> and doing the doing the uh, the wave back to him, whatever it was, the the ah 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 finger, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. Is he's it, like, yep. Go ahead. Is it just me, or or uh, is he just showing a bit more commitment to defense this year? It does seem a little better. Yeah, he's a good. They were saying he's he's underrated as a team defender. Yep. But one-on-one defender, it's like, yeah, you know, it's not something you really want to count on. But overall, yeah, he doesn't seem like he's getting scorched out there, no. And he beat Dale Ellis, who's a scoring machine. Did I call him Dale Ellis? Monte Ellis. <laughs> oh, look at me getting way too old school. Monte <laughs> Ellis. <laughs> oh, the, the other three-point guy, yeah. He beat Monte Ellis in scoring. Who's That's all he does is score. So beautiful stuff. Really, this is just a, one of those, yeah, it was so fun to watch. And Wayne Ellington making a little return party. And, yeah, he, yeah he, he's okay, but he's a backup. We're happy for him, right? <laughs> yeah, look, you know, he hit, hit two threes, so. He did. That's, yeah. that's his job, really, isn't it? Just That's his role in the NBA. Come on, hit a few threes, hit a few jump shots. That's uh, what he does. You know, yeah. It's a good living if you can get it. I wouldn't mind it. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll take one point five, one point five. That's really low in the NBA these days. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> oh boy, there'll be there'll be no house payments on the, with with that contract. <laughs> oh hell no! Straight cash. <laughs> oh, I love that, saying. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Martin. No, it's just what a what a story. What a what a nice addition. As you said, yeah. Where was I expecting this, Kevin Martin? It's like no, but we got him. Wow. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think he will. He looks he looks to be really enjoying himself too out there. I think he enjoys being back with Adelman, knows the system. Uh and, and all the guys actually when you when you spank the Lakers, all the guys just uh <laughs> looked happy. You know, you know what I mean? Not just because you pounded us. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think uh everyone's got a smile on their face. They're all playing with a smile on their face and and, and even against the Cavs when they were down by a whole bunch, you still fought back. Yeah, there is uh, definitely some fight. Mm-hmm. So, which, which you know, that's going to hold you in good stead. Like later on in the year, you know you're going to be able to fight back. You know, you know, you're always a chance. And I don't think you could say that last season. Yeah, last season it was like dead and gone. Like you're down by 15. It's like, yeah, I guess I'll just watch. I mean, I got to do the show, and oh, great, I get to rant the whole show again. <sighs> it's like it's fun. It's it's. 
entertaining in a way, but then it's like it hurts after a while, and then it's like I bet you anything the listeners are like, I uh, he's he's just he's too much. So, well, you know, it's uh, hard to because look, I'm I'm experiencing it this year. It's it's oh yeah, you've got to really look to find some positives. Mm-hmm. It's it's really hard, especially. I mean, last year I was enjoying Rubio most of the time because that's all you could do. There was no Kevin Martin, no Kevin Love, no. Well, Cunningham was in and out. Berea had some cool games, and then it was just the other side of Berea that you can't stand. Uh, Shved was, uh, you know, started strong and just like depressing to watch after that. Yeah, the, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing you. Look, yeah, it's 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 hard to find positives. Mm-hmm. It it really is in in a year like that. It there's no doubt. So as you were segueing to the Laker game, Sun, excuse me, yes, yes, Sunday. <laughs> I'm going berserk here. Sunday the twelfth of no, I'm losing my really mind. Sunday to, the tenth. Yeah, go ahead. Do we really have to talk about this game? Or? I could try not to. <laughs> Sunday. So the 10th. I could, if you're anything like Jim Peterson, you're probably still celebrating like he won a championship. Yeah, that guy's too much, isn't he? He's an absolute tosspot. That bloke. <laughs> there are times I like him because sometimes he can be brutally honest, like actually complaining about like ripping somebody. But then other times it's like, what a homer! Come on now. He's kind of he's a he's a mixed bag, as as Hank called me the other uh, the other show there. <laughs> a mixed bag, that Joey. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, uh, Jim Peterson. I I I got to mute. I got to mute when he's on. I just can't. I can't stand it. Like, oh man. Oh. And if you know him or got his Twitter handle, just give it to me because I'll pass that on. I should, yep. I'll I'll give it to you off the I'll give it to you off the <laughs> mic here in a bit. <laughs> I should. And and no, I don't know him unfortunately. I probably should know him by now. Dang it. No, but <laughs> should, I should know all of them. Yeah, believe it or not though, uh there are people inside the Wolves organization that do listen to Timberwolves Explosion. Yes, yes. Really? Believe, yeah. I, Mark Remy, I think kinda off and on I think he does. Jeff Munich has at least. I don't know if he still currently does, but he has. He's another one of the insiders. Uh, Bob Stonkey, I think he was the listener forever. I hope he still listens. Um, he, he wasn't with the Wolves originally, and then all of a sudden he was. It's like, oh, cool. So, yeah, those are those are names that I'm pretty sure have at least listened to it more than once. Well, yes. if, you're at the, if, if you're at the listening, give Joey a job. He loves his T-Wolves. Mm-hmm. Yes, listen, dang it. Yeah, do give me a call, guys, out there. <laughs> yeah, the uh, late... Yeah, well, do we really have to? Do we have to? It hurts. It, it hurts. <laughs> but you tortured us for twenty <laughs> consecutive games. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess guys, I'm due. Never, huh? I guess I'm due for it. Yeah, these guys used to. I mean, and whenever the wolves were up by fifty-one to twenty-three or something, like I put, I made sure to post that on the Facebook page because <laughs> that's foreign territory. I'm, I'm telling you, it really is. It's, it was odd, and it's kind of yeah, like rub. It was very odd, and uh, I, I get a message on my phone. I, I I finished work right when the game started, and I uh, <laughs> got to my phone, and my good buddy Craig Walton, uh, he uh, he sent me a text and just went, yikes. And I thought, <laughs> we're either killing them or they're killing us. So I checked the score, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to go home. But I raced home <laughs> and sat through it all, and oh, boy. So I am not going on terrible <laughs> explosion. <laughs> full credit to you guys. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Just came out and absolutely stomped a mud hole in us, and we had no answers for anyone, especially Kevin Love, who was just 
again in beast mode and has to be. I know it's early, but he has to be leading the MVP voting. I think he should be in the, yeah, he should at minimum be like first team all NBA the way he's going right now. Oh, big time. Uh, we just couldn't stop anyone. You were hitting everything. Martin was, I think Martin just was unconscious at one stage. Yeah. Everywhere and Rubio was just awesome. Oh, I should let you talk about it. It's your team. You enjoy it. <laughs> Give it to me. Come on, I can take it. Yeah, he did get a triple double. He was on his way to a quintuple or whatever you could call it, uh, with a five turnovers and five steals as well. But <laughs> oh man, yeah, he did. He did get a second career triple double: twelve points, fourteen assists, ten rebounds, um, lots of double doubles too. Kevin Love double double. Uh, Pekovic double double, Ruby of course. Uh, yeah, so there's well, there are three double doubles, not lots, but <laughs> um, but the the funny part is, see, it's like it seemed like a lot of the offense really was early, because that's the funny part. The Timberwolves got 113 points in this game, but almost half of them were scored in the first quarter. It's like there's a lot of missed shots after that, but at least we maintained the lead and got it and just finished it for the most part. 23-point win when we were, it felt like we were up by 100 early on. I was just, we, we were making everything in the first uh, quarter or so, quarter and a half or so. But then it's just, I started to get a little bit nervous, though, because there's that, that curse, that Laker curse. Because <laughs> then uh, Blake started making some threes. He's been doing really well. He had a clutch three the other day. Uh, why, why am I blanking here? Did, against uh, Houston, hit the game winner. That's who it was against against uh, your old pal there. That yeah, yep, good, good, good riddance to him, I guess. <laughs> I look, I, he made the right choice, but uh, yeah, not look. I knew we were, we were going to make a little run because one thing we do do is compete. We, mm-hmm. we don't, we don't. Well, I don't think we give we're giving up just yet, but um, yeah, I knew we'd come back, but I knew we weren't going to win it. I mean, it was you guys were just playing out of your skin. It was, uh, it was look, it was good to watch them. Timberwolves basketball like that. I mean, you guys deserve it. He's, wow, you've had a lot of injuries and a lot of guys coming and going. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I've said to you before, like I would love nothing more than to see Rubio and Love lead this team to a championship. It, it I don't think we'd see you for about six months. Could be probably celebrating for six <laughs> months, but uh, oh, I'd, be, I'd be like filled with tears the first night, and then I'd just be like glowing for the rest of like the last six months or so. Yeah, I, I'd be so happy. It'd be unbelievable. Oh, it's, uh, coming. it's coming. It'll come at one stage. Oh, I pray. I pray indeed. Oh, I pray indeed. Yeah, because yeah, because for you, the Timberwolves are kind of in a lot of ways like what the Celtics are for me. This the sec my second favorite team, and of course, nothing to do with Garnett being there. Where a lot of people, a lot of Wolves fans, man, <clears throat> bandwagon Wolves fans became Celtics fans because Kevin Garnett's in the Celtics. But I was. Just, <laughs> Mm-hmm. But like I was like I'm like a Minnesota team first, Boston team second. Like all the Boston teams are my second favorite. So if that makes sense, I'm sure it does a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't mind Boston myself. So I can I get that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep. So there's a there's a uh, objective, honest, and and very cool Laker fan right here in Vince Germano. <laughs> Not only does he like the Wolves, he likes the Celtics. See, I don't, well, I don't hate I don't hate the Celtics because yeah. I did I didn't um, in the eighties here in Australia you got no NBA on TV at all. Yeah. yeah, there was no there was no cable TV. It was just we had like four channels on TV and mm-hmm. all we had was cricket and, and Aussie rules football. So mm-hmm. and, our, and our local basketball league. But 
so I missed all that magic and Larry rivalry in the and then the Celtics and Lakers mm-hmm. rivalry in the eighties. So to me, the Celtics really they're nothing to me. Really. Yeah, they're, um, yeah, the the rivalry. Yep. Yep. I hate the Spurs probably more than anyone. So me too, for the most. Yeah, I mean that's what was going on in the finals last year, where everybody thought I'm just a bandwagon Heat fan, and it's like you know. I enjoy watching them, but I'm not like this bandwagon, like heat, 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 you know, only. And yep. yes, I, I like, yeah, and I, I like Craig Walden. I appreciate his, his heat fandom. <laughs> I'm definitely not a heat hater, as Marcus uh, hates me for that, but. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah, I'm a hate hater. I'm a hate hater. Ah, <laughs> hate the Spurs and the heat. Yeah, so you like, turn off the finals, right? Well, I just wanted LeBron <laughs> to stay at Cleveland. That's all I wanted. I wanted him to stay at Cleveland and try and win a championship. Yeah, it was kind of mean. That, that was where the front running kind of came a little bit. I, I can I can understand the angst. For for me, it was just kind of cool to see it happen. I guess is I know I know there go about ninety nine listeners right there. But eh, okay, <laughs> yeah. all ninety nine thousand of them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but uh, and I uh, look, I uh, as you guys bet that uh, that that Laker game is absolutely. If you can produce more. Game styles like that, uh, mm. it's it's. Oh, I keep saying it. It's so exciting to watch this Timberwolves team. It's it's. Yeah, thank you. It really is. Yeah, I agree. It's it's fun to finally have some nice winter sports here in Minnesota again. Like, I mean, even the Minnesota Wild are really really strong. I mean, talk, that's another strong roster right now. Check out Brave the Wild out there, guys. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a strong roster too. So it's like for once we finally get to actually enjoy Minnesota sports in the winter. But the last time we got to was about ten years ago. The Wild and the Wolves were both, you know, doing going through playoff runs and such. Oh, that was fun. Let's do it again. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, but yeah, the Timberwolves stay in Staples Center. They stay in Staples Center. To play the other team and the other team, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and yeah, real briefly, I'll say quick, uh, the Lakers yesterday, in a way, were kind of like what happened with the Wolves last year, just depleted because of the, the injury with uh, Love out, in this case, Kobe out. So in, in a way, it was kind of like that. So, No, nah, yeah. we're, we're crap. We're crap. And there's that too, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Stop it, Joe. No, I'm not trying to be mean, though, no. I mean. No, that's all yeah. right. Definitely. <laughs> But yeah, the Clippers uh, and the Wolves, this is going to be a rivalry, I think. I think it's going to be a little bit of a rivalry. Obviously, Love and, and uh, uh, Griffin, we're always comparing, though I don't know why people would compare the two. I really don't, actually. I think it's, I don't know how the hell he got more points than Love, but <laughs> it certainly didn't get more rebounds, Blake Griffin. Um But yeah, people constantly say, who's the best of the two? For me, it's Love like a mob by a mile. Oh, by a country uh, mile. It's it's country mile. There's no, yeah. there's, there's no even, there's no discussion there. Mm-hmm. In my mind, like, yeah, isn't it a joke? Mm-hmm. Twenty, thirty GMs out there will take love over Blake Griffin. Yep, yep. Here's my hand raised up in the air right now. <laughs> oh. Literally, yep. And yeah, it's uh, and I and me and you know, in the past, we we haven't always like embraced love as the franchise player uh, at times. But granted. About was it? What was it? About two, two, three years ago? It's like, yeah, he's a franchise player without a doubt, and we're done whining about it at this point. Um, so, so it's like, so I'm not this blind Kevin Love Kool Aid drinker. That, that that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. 
where I thought a lot of Wolves fans were blind Kevin Garnett Kool-Aid drinkers. Oh, <laughs> stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned. <laughs> one yeah. of these years, I'll release that one. <laughs> oh, well, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to uh, feel me. I was at work on this game, so you'll have to. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think you guys fought back. You were down a little bit. Kind of similar to the, actually extremely similar to the Cleveland game in a lot of ways, especially the ending that, which is, yeah, <laughs> I got a little bit mad, a little bit on Twitter, not, not so much cussing, but more or less just, uh, all right. So yes, it was similar to the Cleveland game in terms of the Wolves were kind of up and downish. Uh, Pekovic finally had a really good game here. Just a kick, kick ass game. He was getting offensive rebounds. He was scoring inside. 25 points, 10 rebounds for Nikola Pekovic. Finally, big-time game for him. Really, really enjoyed that. Kevin Martin was Kevin Martin with another 30. This is where the field goal percentage is a little bit, yeah, because he missed some layups and missed some shots. But, hey, it was 50% from the floor again, or from three-point range again, as was love. From the, from the well, slightly below 50 from the floor, but from three, he was 50. Uh, missed a 20-20 by one rebound and a triple-double by three assists. They love a really entertaining game. And a lot of people on Twitter were saying, ooh, I'd love to see this as a playoff series. Wouldn't anybody else? And everybody was like, yes, yes, yes. But, ooh, ooh I hate this Clipper team. Oh, there's, a, there's a lot of chippiness to these guys, and uh, especially Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. Oh, my God. Oh, who haven't won a darn thing in the NBA. Exactly. Uh, Chris Paul did get to the second round once with the... Oh, I, I guess he did with the Clippers once too, but with the Hornets, do they, but it's do like... They, um, do, they give, do they give out championship rings for the second round, Joey? Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, they don't. And the Clip... There you go. Huh? There you go. There you go. You got, you, you got all that glittering gold over there in your trophy case. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, they're... Let's see. How many behind are they? Is it 17? Or no, 16, right? 16, 16 behind. <laughs> I almost did a I almost did a hand clap there. <laughs> I gotta look. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's gonna kill me. Uh, he loves it. He loves it. But uh, uh, look, I, I actually going into this game, I, I actually after you uh, pummeled my hapless Lakers, I uh, yeah, I actually thought you guys really uh, got up for us, and I thought you might have had a bit of a letdown the next night against the Clippers. That's what I was afraid of, yep. <laughs> and I don't, know, I don't know if that was the case. As I said, I was working, but I, I, knew, you, I knew you guys would make a run. Uh, mm-hmm. just, just wish you could have uh, oh. tipped it over in the end, but uh, you'll get them next time. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the hope that we do get them next time. It was... Yeah, I mean the Wolves were strong early. Let let the lead go. Got the lead back. Let the lead go. Got the. It was just a weird kind of a seesaw battle where they're down by eight. They're up by three. They're down by six. They're up by two. It was one of those games, and it looked like they were completely dead and gone. Down by eight with like was it three minutes left or so, or two minutes, something like that. Came back, had the ball late in the game, of course, last possession. Like oh my god, yep the. Blake Griffin, of course, misses. What a shock. So the Wolves get the ball back. Um, when the Clippers were, they had the ball with like, it was a six-second six differential between the shot clock and the game clock. So the Clippers had no choice. They had to shoot. We didn't have to follow them. And Blake just does a hook and miss. And I'm like, ha-ha, what a shock. <laughs> it's like, here we go. Kevin Love with his little come-to-me-children celebration that he does when he hits the game-winning three. 
love that. Don't you love that? Oh, I do. I love everything he does, man. I love everything he does. <laughs> it's awesome. And, uh, the, well, the ball didn't get to Kevin Love until he, it was a second offensive rebound. Kevin Martin had an open three. Open three, Vince. Open three. Open three. Passed it up. Starts driving to the basket, and here it is. Tries to get fouled. So he just wings it up in the air as he's, like, facing some odd direction. You know, not the basket or anything. <laughs> Pekovic, oh. yeah, Pekovic gets the offensive rebound. Looks like an easy hook type tip in. Misses. Love gets the ball. <laughs> and the ball just rests on the rim and falls off. It's like, no! Oh, no. See, Martin, <laughs> Kevin Martin's paid to take those shots. Yeah. Yep, Kevin Take Martin. The damn shot. I, I was just, I was so furious. It's like, yeah, he got 30 points and all that good stuff, but he committed two cardinal sins there, two. Do you, do you know what they are? Yep. <laughs> you said the Absolutely. first. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Look, this that's is a... the only, that is the only knock people have on Kevin Martin. Mm-hmm. Is playoff time. Ooh. Is he going to disappear like that? He hasn't got a great track record in playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but God, gosh, doggone it, as you would say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look at me covering up stuff, right? <laughs> I, how does he not shoot that? He's shooting 50%. Yeah, I was, I was, like, it's not like he was one for 20. Yeah, because I, I don't want to go to overtime against the Clippers at home. It's just, it's, it's not worth it. So, yeah, and you have an open three, it's like you go for the win. That was, to me, a common sense thing. A lot of people were thinking that, too. Either Love or Martin, Kevin or Kevin, since this is a very Kevin-based Minnesota team. <laughs> Kevin Garnett, Kevin McHale, Kevin Harlan back in the day, believe it or not, Kevin Love and Kevin Martin. <gasps> Isn't that crazy? There's a lot of Kevins there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a few, right? That's at least five, yeah. Um, it's nuts. But no, the other Cardinal sin to me... Is just to me, it's the biggest sin of all. Obviously, passing up the three, it's like, what? Are, are you serious? But the cardinal sin of all time for me, of late at least, why are players still going for the foul on the last play of the game? Yeah, the refs never going to call it. He could, he could get, he could get mauled, and they wouldn't call it. Absolutely, agree, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're literally asking for a loss when you do that. That's a prevent victory play. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I had no idea he passed up an open three. I, I, I just can't believe. Well, I, yep. Wow. Adelman must have just lost his mind. Oh, he probably did. Yeah, he's the kind of guy. If you you know, I wish there was a season ticket holder now. It could, it would be very entertaining watching him because you could just sit and stare at him while you are watching the game and see all the gestures he does. <laughs> it's funny. Like the guy's always been like that since his Blazer days. Oh, big time. Yep. He yep. is fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't changed a bit, and he's sixty-seven. The old bugger. Yeah, he, right? <laughs> um, I'd love to. I'd love to see him get a title, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if he, if he can last that long. Hope, it's like you hope so, but yeah, it's it's really really hard to say. Yeah, yep. he's, he's been close, but yeah, no cigar, literally. Pretty much, pretty much. But yeah, it's like he caught the uh, so yeah. Martin caught the ball. It wouldn't have been like the most open three ever or anything, but it was op- more than open enough for him to get a legit look. You know. But it's like you said, you know, you're in you're in Staples. Yeah, 
You do now. Yeah, you don't want you don't want to have Tom. No, and and he literally just was uh, like, okay, I'm going to try to get fouled here. It's like, no, no, no. And then Berea did that a couple of times last year. Uh, players always do that. I remember shucks, this is really weird, but I remember even Tom Gugliotta on his return trip to the to Minnesota years ago against with the Suns, and he was freaking out that the refs didn't call the foul. It's like, shoot, that was going on. That was 1999, 2000-ish, 2000-ish. And yep. it's like, if that was going on back in 2000, how could, you know, it's still going on now, folks. <laughs> Riff still ain't calling it. Yeah, it's like, it's been going on for over, it's been going on for decades. God, I love Tom Gugliotta. You remember him? Yep. Oh, big time. I, I loved him in uh, Washington when he first broke into the league. And, uh, Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a huge Gugliotta fan back then. Yeah, that's, that's, that's way back. Yep, yep. Like, like back in his beginning, 92. Yeah, there was Rex Chapman on that team, and uh, <laughs> I think Scott Skiles was there on that team. The assist machine, yep. Yep. The the hated coach, but loved point guard. Yeah, he was he was tough, tough as that. He was a, didn't he get like thirty assists or something once? I think so. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, he's got the record. Yeah, thirty assists. I that, think when he was with the Bucks, I think wasn't he? Or? I'm not sure. It, it might have been the. That no, was Magic. Magic, magic. I think. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he played on the Magic and the Wizards at least back then. Yeah. Yep. Now I'm curious. <laughs> we have to <laughs> dig. We have to dig. One of us, <laughs> we feel like it. But, but yeah. Um, oh, it was a great game though. I I gotta think that things will uh, things will get very interesting as this year progresses between the Wolves and the Clippers. Absolutely, yes, sir. <laughs> it's like, yep. There's the there's the American accent, right? <laughs> Oh, I'm no Hank McCoy. I'm not doing any American accents. <laughs> oh, I was laughing so hard. Yeah, we, yep, you, 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 you ripped us about the uh, <laughs> ripped us about the Shaq ones. Oh man. <laughs> oh, I like a, a Marcus just freezes when he you can tell he's winding up to do an accent and then he just freezes and stops. Yep, yep. Here's here's a Marcus right here. I might as well do it. All right, I'm gonna just. Right, just ah, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's a funny man, the old forecaster. Yep, the forecaster. <laughs> hmm. So, uh, really, I, I guess, uh, do you have a lone wolf award for the week? Look, uh, it's it would be very easy to give it to Kevin Love. It would be mm-hmm. very easy to give it to Rubio or Brewer mm-hmm. or Mr. Kevin Martin. But I am going to give it to a man who I know some NBA fans here have given him a bit of stick. Mm-hmm. Thought he wasn't uh, living up to his contract, but I'm going to give it to uh, Nikola Pekovic. How dare you! Wow. Because uh, I just thought he's bounced back. I actually thought he's having a pretty decent year. He's averaging a double double, but his last two games, he, he's starting to show that uh, he's. St- he, he, my main beef was with people who were bagging him out. Was he was the number one option last season with no Kevin Love there? You had no mm-hmm. Kevin Martin there. This year is probably third option, fourth maybe. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough cha- adjustment. You got to, yeah, you got to get used to not getting those touches. So, I thought he was doing really well, and he's busted out the last two games with some big double doubles. So, I'm giving it to the big fella. Yeah, that's that's cool. That that adds more interest to the show. I think so. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was so good yesterday. I wish he made that shot. Yeah, I, I was. <laughs> I was literally, literally 
like guaranteed it was like in concrete going to go to Kevin Martin until that stupid going for the foul crap. <laughs> you know, so I guess I'm forced to give it to. I'll give it to Kevin Love. Look at me. I mean, I was going to give it to. Look at you. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> you know who actually started that? <laughs> it, it was the forecaster. Yeah, he used to always say, look at you. I got there. Oh, did he? Oh, I thought it was your uh, little uh, gym. Yeah, and then I just kept it going. So I'm, I'm admitting, yep, I'm a, yeah, I, I stole it. So, yep, I'll go with the uh, the MVP, Kevin Love. Yep, the Lone Wolf Award. He's actually averaging five assists. Uh, his, his assist numbers are way up this year too, um, and it certainly wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't missing this week either. He was assist machine all week. Eight assists against Dallas, seven against uh, the Clips, six against the Warriors. It's just, oh, I mean, the guy's been his his outlook passes me, and we yeah yeah we like to say that instead of outlet just to be goofy sometimes. Uh He's he's really been the uh, the lone wolf, and he's gonna he's gonna hang on to it for two weeks in a row, and we'll see next week if if it's Kevin Martin or Pat or who or Rubio. Rubio, Rubio, please make a shot. No, <laughs> <laughs> occasional three, but that's about it. Kind of reminded me of Rondo. Hmm. Just I'll a little. Bit. Don't worry, don't worry about don't worry about his scoring. You don't you don't need him to score a lot. It'll come. Yeah, it'll it'll definitely come. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with his form. There's nothing wrong with his, his – it's not like it's an ugly jump shot. It's not Marion-esque or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, that guy's it's just. It's just got a – it's just repetition, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it'll definitely yeah, just, Yep. All right. All right. No, that's okay. I'm just saying it'll definitely come. He's just got to, yeah, like you said, get in the gym. Mm-hmm. It's literally what it's all about. So I'm going to dig around for the Facebook a bit here as we – Looked uh, looked ahead to the final part of the show here. The app, the Facebook page. Simply go to Facebook, type in the search bar "Timberwolves Explosion Minnesota Timberwolves Show." If two show up and one's company and one's group, go to company, not group. Company, not group. Click like and comment all you want. It would be more than more than welcome, without a doubt. Oh yeah, we got a little bit of the uh, the Warriors wearing the sleeves back and forth. Some people like them, some people hate them. Yep, you wrote on there that you hate them with a passion. Yes, yes. Oh, yuck. <laughs> I hate them too. Hate them. Uh, yep. Kaylin Woods, who is uh, a faithful of, of both of our shows apparently, says uh, he hate them if they want players in sleeves. Let them decide if they want to wear shirts underneath. Adidas needs to cut this, this shite <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> It's not soccer, and it won't ever get to the stage where we will see sponsorship on singlets. <laughs> Hopefully, American male sports have lasted this long, though. Yes, yes. Uh. It's, one thing <laughs> it's, one thing it. it's one thing about our jerseys here in the, in our NBL league. Mm-hmm. They plastered with advertising, and we understand they, <clears throat> pardon me, the clubs need them, but mm-hmm. they need the, uh, the the influx of money, but even our courts are plastered with advertising. Yeah, and it's, it's like just—it takes away. It really does take away from the jersey and the court and, and the whole. For me, I, I hate it. it. Takes away from the atmosphere and stuff like that. It's just yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm too harsh on advertising. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it kind of it's kind of like NASCAR where where they way overdo. I mean, look at the cars. That's all you see is uh, all you see is advertising. It's like is that Dale or is that yeah? Dare God rest his soul. Is that Dale Earnhardt or is that uh, you know, good wrench or whatever. You know, it's just like that's all it is. 
Yep. Oh yep. man. Yeah, Brent Jacobson saying college is college like is generous. College like is generous. Huh. Oh, college like. Yeah, I'm stupid. College like is generous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, I don't like the college look. No, I'm, I'm not a big fan. Mm-mm. Um, let's see, Lucas, I already read that a while ago. It's kind of like back and forth. Some of them generated some responses. Hank is on. Oh, yeah, Hank is on there. Uh, Tanae Wilson-Brown, though, after uh, the picture. <laughs> Tanae Wilson-Brown from New Zealand, not from Australia. I actually said he was from Australia, but he's from New Zealand, so I apologize for that. Uh, he commented on that picture with that Lakers score. <laughs> he says, I missed the game, but I think I'm going to have to give it a watch before I go to bed. The box score didn't look too bad, though, for the starters. It's like, ooh. <laughs> yes. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Well, you can tonight. Enjoy it. Joey, Joey's not going to last forever. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Yeah. Let's see. Where is it? Wow. Hank posted a lot on here. Hank. Hank McCoy. Whoa. He posted a lot on here. Whoa. Uh, he says he has two questions after watching the mini in Cleveland game. How, and shame on me not seeing these. I uh, said, how many yards did Corey Brewer have down by one point? Why take the three ball thoughts? Yeah. It was mostly like a desperation um, play because the stupid Berea lost kind of handle on the ball and had to chuck it out to the, whoever was open, and luckily it was Kevin Love. That, that's pretty much why, as sad as that sound. How many yards did Corey Brewer have? Um, he had 130 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> two, two touchdowns. <laughs> he, yeah, he looks like a wide receiver out there. Whew, he well, is good to watch. He's good. To, what, a, what, a, what a get by Flip Saunders. What a get. Yeah, I mean, look at Flip Saunders' free agency. Kevin yep. Martin and Corey. Ooh. Have to give him – you're giving him an eye at the minute. Eye at the minute. Yeah, for the for the, for the the free agency, oh, my goodness, that, that's an A. And a lot of people I remember were like, yeah, Martin's old and might, might be slightly injury-prone. Corey Brewer, really? You know, and I was like, well, yeah, if, if he's anything like Denver, here we go. <laughs> well, he's, he's, a lot, he's a bit better than Denver. A bit better than the Denver's Corey Brewer. Yeah, he's actually – that's the weird part, isn't he? He's actually better. Isn't that crazy? Yep. As good as he was in Denver, too. Yep. We were kicking ourselves like, ah, look who we passed on. <laughs> yeah. hmm. oh. So you mentioned about the Golden State game, but, yeah, we talked about bit uh Hank McCoy saying, is it a case of Peck is a good player when you have a bad team? but not a good player on a playoff team because I'm not buying this whole he needs to be worked into the system garbage. Not the, not, not on that contract anyway. Mm. Is, that, is, that one, is that one I had to go at McCoy? I think you did, yeah. There's a lot of comments. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you guys check that one out. It's back and forth. Rubbish! Oh, I love seeing that. Yep. There's, about, 20, there's about 27 comments on that. <laughs> This is awesome. Hank said, look at you. Hey, yes. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> oh, Timberwolves Explosion, look at you club, right? <laughs> That's it. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, you guys really go at it. That's cool. So, yeah, welcome, guys. Do check that out. Very cool. Do check that out. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we're not afraid to we, – like, we're friends, but we're not afraid to go at each other. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not personal. It's just, you know. It's just business. Yes, it's not it's personal. Just, just business. Mm-hmm. See where was I? Oh yeah, look at this guy. Look at you. Let's see what was I say? Ah, oh, see my thoughts though. What was I say? Because I didn't even respond because I'm just 
Ugh, I get so distracted, and then I was going to get on and say something, and then I stupidly didn't. That's partially, that's the only reason why I don't respond. Usually I'd respond to everything, to be honest with you. So just letting you guys know about that. Uh, keep posting, keep posting, and keep posting. Uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not buying into that he needs to be working into the system either, really. But he, he he's a good player. He just, uh, you know, it's just one of those deals where... Uh, he's he's needed to adjust to the players around him, and I think he's getting there now, finally, and that's it's really cool. Luckily, it didn't actually take that long at all, to be honest. It's only November 12th, and he started doing that late last week. Yeah. He says, uh, Hank, again, let's see, got only two couple more. See, I'll try to keep it brief, though. She was asking about Kevin Martin, but bailing... Uh, been bawling out of, his, out of his mind and really flourishing under Adelman again. If he keeps this kind of production up and the T-Wolves have a winning record, do you think he could crack the All-Star squad? Ooh. You think Kevin Martin's an All-Star, Vince? At the minute, I don't think how he could not be. Uh, easily an All-Star right now. Especially if you guys are winning and keep winning. Yeah, with the winning and obviously the 24 points a game-ish that he's doing... I think so, too. I could see Kevin Martin in the All-Star game, believe it or not, with Kevin Love, and uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. Usually when teams are good like this, you can get two guys in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stop. It's a huge possibility. I, I, right now, he's an All-Star. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Right right now, hope, hopefully it continues. Hank saying, I guess this means you guys have bragging rights over Vince Germano. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, Hank. Uh, yeah. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Joey, stop laughing. It's not funny. <laughs> Lakers are the new Bobcats, says Dan Joe May, and wait for it. Uh, yeah, I didn't bite on that one. Did not bite on that one. Just wait for you to come on and go, uh, look at this guy. Outrageous. <laughs> I've known that, that boy for over 20 years, and uh, I, know, I know him too well. I, I'm not biting on that one. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, new Bobcats. I remember when they beat the Bobcats by three last year. It was like, yeah, they're all celebrating. It's like, you beat the Bobcats. Come on. That was that Jim Peterson moment. Mm-hmm. You know, we thought we won the championship. Yeah, well, that was pretty funny. I remember watching that last year. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. And then, the yeah, this weird article about uh, the, <laughs> the Wolves are saying don't wear children's backpacks, you know, because they were the whole rookie hazing thing type of deal going on. One of the most over stories in the world right now with the incognito of Miami Dolphins. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. People talk about it too much. Mm. We were we were laughing at that name at work, just quick side note. Mm-hmm. We just can't believe there's a guy playing football called Incognito. Yeah, isn't that weird? He went incognito. He's just gone out of the picture, right? <gasps> That's the weirdest <laughs> word. <laughs> I remember reading that and I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah, like when I first saw his name, I remember that was a couple of years ago I first saw it, believe it or not. That's yep. for, for Purple Mafia listeners to know, and I've avoided that co- that topic on that show because it's just everywhere you go, they're talking about it. I, you know, so that's where regular radio stinks because it's like literally they get on one topic and that's it. Yeah, oh, It's so disgusting. It really is. <laughs> Tanae, our buddy out of out of New Zealand, wrapping up the Facebook page. Yeah, there's a lot this way. Usually it's not this many. <laughs> there's a lot. Uh, so apologize if I'm keeping you too long. I'm like, no. Go for it. Go for it. Huh? Read it out. I'm okay, okay sorry. Yep, yep, sorry. <laughs> he says, I thought I'd pose a question to you guys since Vince is also joining the next show. 
What do you th- what do you think Flip is thinking about Adelman not playing the rookies? All his other offseason moves are working out, so I think he'd want to show off his drafting ability too. I know it's different to picking up players that are already in the league, but it would be interesting to see what you all think Flip thinks of the situation. Mm. Yeah, I I remember you actually brought it up earlier too. Flip did. Oh, uh, uh, you did a little bit, right? Oh, oh, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I just I just thought you said Flip might have said something, but uh, it's no. hard. It's interesting. It's hard to say because uh, he hasn't said anything. I think uh, I just can't see them getting minutes. I, I I don't know. I don't know if Flip's the kind of guy to question a guy like Adelman. Is he like Adelman's got got the yeah. runs on the board? Like, yeah. Don't you leave the coach to if you really believe in the coach and trust in what he's doing? You, you probably wouldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um. Because if he does say something, it's almost like there's no confidence in him. Yeah, because like right now I think yeah, Flip is just kind of like sitting quietly. Uh, Flip honestly didn't seem all that you know as weird as this may sound. During the time of the draft, he didn't really seem like he was all excited about the own the, his own draft, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe he wasn't all that excited about it. You could kind of tell. It's like, yeah, yeah, we had to trade down, and we got these guys. Um, yeah, but they're but they're but they're good additions. Yes, it was like that. Okay, well, maybe maybe <laughs> he's just happy for him to come along slowly, and as long as the T Wolves are winning. Hmm. I mean, if you guys were if you guys were one and four or one and five, you'd, you'd probably be like, you know, let's let's play, let's see what Deng and Mohammed could do for us. But because you're winning, he's probably just going, well, you know, Edelman's got a handle on it. We're winning. Let's yeah. just leave it at that. Yeah, just kind of let it let it go as is. That's pretty much about how how he's approaching it for now. I hope they get some playing time, but we'll just uh, have to have to wait and see with that one. Unfortunately, really quick, I'll, I'll just like read like one Twitter because I, I understand. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah, it's going a bit long. So, um, Jose Guerrero. Yeah, we've been talking for a little while. He's pretty cool on Twitter uh, from Spain. He was saying he's glad everyone is seeing this crap show by the refs and the Clippers, because yeah, back and forth there was a lot going on. There really was. Um, I saw a, I saw a picture of uh, Corey Brewer getting absolutely mugged. Yeah, shame on me. I was going to talk about this during the Clipper game, and I got mixed up. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, Corey Brewer was getting mugged by Chris Paul. There was absolutely no call. Absolutely no call. At all. And, of course, you know who the ref was? You know who it was? Joey Crawford. Joey Crawford, yep, yep. No, no surprise there. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's either the biggest no-call or the biggest over-call ever. <laughs> doggone it. I, doggone it. Yeah, I can't stand him. <laughs> um, and, yeah, real quick, too, right before that, maybe about, maybe only like two or three minutes of, like, you know, gameplay before that. Blake Griffin, yeah, Corey Brewer was on the floor for whatever reason. Obviously, kind of had fallen over during some type of trying to like make some defensive stop or something. I can't remember exactly. And Blake Griffin started turning around to go back the other way because that's where everybody was headed, and didn't walk around Corey Brewer or anything. Just decided to start stepping over him. Oh, and they call a foul on Corey Brewer because he tripped Blake Griffin. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's. Typical. I mean, Blake Griffin. I'm starting to really dislike Blake Griffin. He he is a really cheap sob. 
he really is. Uh, you know, like what he did, he sat on Kevin Love last year. It's just like, what we you know the few one of the few games Love was healthy last year. He just yeah. sat on him. It's like, come on, when they're going to go for a loose ball, like somebody else is going for a loose ball. I've said this before about him, and, and I'll, I'll, I'm happy to cop a bit of crap over it. I, I don't really care, but uh, mm-hmm. he's a punk. He's a punk. He really is. That's that's what I was saying last night. I I think he's a punk too. So I'll I'll take the crap with you. <laughs> Yeah, he is. He's a big-time punk, and how about you work on that jump shot instead of acting like a peanut, and uh, yeah, then you, know, you might get a bit more respect if you actually worked on your game a bit more instead of just dunk everything and hit the odd little crappy move that you do. Mm-hmm, that's God. not all he does. Mm-hmm, me too. Sorry, sorry to jump by. I, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> that's all. No, he was, yeah, he, uh, yeah, I, I can't stand him either. He drives me Nuts. He's he's always kind of doing something out there. It seems like always up to something, and yesterday was no exception. Yay. <laughs> um, just a real brief thing. I have been uh, followed by Oddly Stevenson. Yes. Do you know who that is? Odd, uh, the Odd Man, remember? Um, yeah, I think I've heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're, yeah, we're in the early stages here. This is kind of cool. Yes. Uh, he's a awesome fellow Audley and uh, yeah Audley's uh, media just started a media company called Audman Media if you all check it out Codside Podcast is on there mm-hmm. and a lot of other great shows so yeah he's a huge Toronto Raptors fan and he covers the local Canada League there so yeah he's a great guy very cool yeah and I'm, I'm excited to get to know him more and yeah hopefully get Timberwolves explosion on there it would be very very exciting we can be uh, we could be partners in a way yes yes <laughs> Colleagues at Old Man Media. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, mate. One day we'll make some cash. One day. <laughs> yep, yep. Hands, hands folded. Yep, hands folded. Thank you. Yep. Really, really hope that does happen. I'm, I'm believing. Well, you know that old saying, Joey? And I don't know if it's an old saying, but it's a saying I've heard of down here. If you aim for the stars, you just might land on a cloud. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for that. And I think we will. Absolutely. Yes, sir. The courtside, Timberwolves explosion, great friends, <laughs> great shows. Yes, sir. <laughs> we're, we're, we're exploding to the top. That's that's the hope. But, no, I mean, uh, that pretty much would put the wraps on this episode, number 110. Uh, I think I'm copying somebody, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's it's um, really for Timberwolves explosion, like mentioned, always find it on the sportsstuff.com and on iTunes, the sportsstuff.com and on iTunes. Thank you always for downloading and listening to the show. Do rate us on iTunes. If you could would be oh so appreciated. Uh, give us a positive rating. Tell us what you like. Um, if you're from the U S or Australia or wherever, yes, please do that. It's, it, it only helps the show. It really does. So, uh, and any quick plugs you'd like to give out? Uh, no, I might plug it <laughs> earlier. <laughs> okay, yep, there you go. Yep, I, but, uh, I'd, like to thank, I'd like to thank you for having me on again. It's been fun. Love talking to Hoops with you. Um, yeah, so uh, everyone get on, download it, and download it again. Mm-hmm, download it 16 <laughs> times. No. And, of course, the Courtside Podcast. Do download that and listen. It is spectacular. And I, I can't wait to get around this new one that you've uh, released here. i got to get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. You'll be cracking up as well listening to the court side. They like to laugh a lot on there. So very good, very knowledgeable as well. So thought I'd mention that before we close. 
thank you again oh so much and hopefully have you on more and more looking forward to it joey thanks again absolutely all right well we will call it a day and thank you everybody for listening and go timberwolves in this coming week 